Welcome to Disruptors, the dark side of light. My name is Anna and I am your host and this is my podcast. We will be talking about all things physical, metaphysical, spiritual, healing, light, dark, you name it, let's go there. I am here to illuminate, I am here to activate your code. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, know that it is exactly what you need to hear in this moment. So enjoy the podcast and hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of me. Hello and welcome to today's podcast where... We're going to be talking about letting go. And don't worry, I'm not talking about a Frozen movie. However, I do still like that song, but don't tell anyone because that's, you know, kind of embarrassing. (laughs) But letting go, it's such, it's such um, an easy concept to understand, but something that sounds like it should be so easy, but can also be so difficult I mean, how easy is it for us to tell other people or other people to say to us, ah, just let it go. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll just let it go. And we think or or feel or believe that it's just a matter of us flicking a switch and going, yep, I let that go. But sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes, yes, sure, we can let things go quite easily, but other times it's not. It's not that easy. It's it's extremely difficult to be able to get into that um, space where we can just let go. And what do I mean by letting go? Let me sort of uh, paint you a bit of a scene. If we go back and, or not back, even current, right? Let me paint you a scene on what I mean on letting go. If we think about the the basic rules of manifestation that we've been told, which is where we are trying to manifest something that we want and then we need to be able to release it into the universe and just sort of let it go, let it come to you, let it flow to you. However, this can be extremely difficult when... You're like, okay, so I want this thing, but I need to still be in tune with whatever my next action steps are, but I'm not really supposed to be thinking about the thing because even though I know that it's happening, but there's still going to be steps that are going to bring me closer to it. So I do still kind of have to think about it, but I don't want to think about it where I look like I'm sort of checking up on it and making sure that it's still happening, etc. But I also need to sort of not think about it because if I do, then then that sort of means that I don't want it. And we can go into this sort of thought circle where it's, do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this? And I think it's, really needs to be more sort of perceived as um, the letting go part is is releasing the outcome. And this is something that I am really tuning into. So I am speaking to this the way that I've seen it, felt it, and how I'm seeing it right now. And 
even though I have unattached myself from so many things, I've been finding, and this is this is the metaphors that <laughs> the universe gives us. And it's so funny because a, a lot of the spiritual work or healing work, whatever word you want to use that I've been uh, going through or experiencing or working through, um, there's a, a deep correlation to... Uh, my attitude and how I'm feeling and how driving affects me, which is quite interesting because even uh, a few years ago when I first started working on some of my emotions and shadows, etc., I would attribute my mood um, based on how I was feeling when I was driving. So, and I would also look at the car as if the car was breaking down. That was something that I had to look at within myself, etc. But if I was driving and I was getting annoyed at the way people were driving and things like that, I would think, oh, that means there's something I need to work on. I'm not spreading the love and light into the universe. I'm not allowing people to be themselves, etc., etc. So I would use that as a tool. So every time I was driving... Because I have always been one of those people <laughs> that um, gets angry when they drive. And I can justify this and say because, oh my God, <laughs> like, where do people, where do they learn how to drive? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is where I'm going from. I'll, I'll circle back to why, why that's a whole thing. But in the beginning where I used to um, sort of, think about how my mood was that day, not based on how I was feeling, etc. It would be how I was approaching myself driving. So if I was in that mood where I'm letting people in and I'm not getting annoyed if people cut in without an indicator or stop suddenly or don't wave when they let you in, I think, yeah, I'm in a pretty good emotional state today versus if I was driving and I'll be like, nope, I'm not letting you in. And I'm going to go up the left lane and I'm going to cut in in front and I'm going to beat you with the lights. Nope, nope. There's no way you're going to get to that spot before me. If I was in that mood, it would be, okay, what's happening today? What is the emotion we need to work on? What is the thought? What is annoying you? And I would use it as a tool to really help me tap into my emotions and help me work on things. And this was way back in the beginning. So it was such a great tool um, for me to really sort of delve into a lot of that healing work and find out the things that were annoying me um, in those moments. Because it's never really about um, you know, someone cutting you off or someone driving under the speed limit or whatever it is. It's, it's never really, um, that experience that is annoying you. It's, it's normally something else. So if someone's cutting you off and you were getting annoyed about it, it's normally going to be related to something more personal where, um, you haven't been seen or hadn't been heard or, or whatever it is for you. It's it's not the act of actually someone um, cutting you off in traffic. It used to be a really great tool for me where I could really sort of look at it um, on a different level using the, the surface sort of experience to allow me to dive deeper into what was the what was the real emotion lying underneath it? And that used to help me so much. And that was a few years ago that I used to do that. But recently it was funny. So 
the last sort of week or so, I've noticed how frustrated um, I've been getting when driving. And I don't want to generalize, but I do live in an area where, you know, some of the drivers may not be um, your textbook drivers and drive exactly the way that um, our road rules and the way we are taught to drive um, are presented to us. They don't reflect that. Um, so I've been finding a lot my frustration with that. So <laughs> the second I would hop into the car, I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, use your indicate. Oh, my God, can we do the speed limit up? Oh, why are you pulling out? Why are you stopping? Why do consistently this this would be my drive like driving the kids to school or picking them up driving this distance and it was I don't know like you know half an hour there uh, less than half an hour there and back of driving and I would experience this consistently in the last few days it really sort of ramped up and I was justifying my belief in it by saying well oh my god no one can drive like Let's go back to Anna back in the 80s when I had my Game Boy and Tetris, which I actually still have. And I would clock Tetris because I was so good at putting those pieces into their place that I could literally clock it because I can see where those pieces need to go. I can see where they need to fit in and slot in neatly. And that is something that I have sort of carried through throughout my life, whether it's, you know, packing a trailer or packing your groceries. I am very good at being able to find those spaces and pack things neatly and all together in a perfectly <laughs> aligned way, just like Tetris. So when I am driving, I can see... Um, you know, like the holes or the spaces or, you know, if you move up, you can let that car in and we're not going to have all this traffic back up over here. If you indicate and go over there or move over here, I can see all these things. So the frustration for me of driving was like, oh my God, why can't you people see this? Like move up, you have, you know, seven meters in front of you. Why do you have such a big gap? And I just put it down to, well, no one can drive. There's, <laughs> no one knows how to drive properly. No one knows how to use an indicator. No one knows how to say thank you when you let people in because that is a real thing. And if you were driving on the road, you should have the courtesy <laughs> to wave and say thank you when you were driving. But I just put it down to no one can drive. No one knows what they're doing. No one can do the speed limit. No one gives a shit. Everyone just does whatever the fuck they want. And it got to the point the last few days where it was just frustrating me so much because people were cutting me off people were just um you know not staying staying in that lane they're supposed to before they turn to wherever they need to turn to you know those those people that don't stay in that lane even though it's the busier lane because eventually they need to turn instead they go up the other way and then cut in right at the end that used to drive me insane or even being behind a bike, oh my God, I don't know what it is, but that spatial distance <laughs> of seeing a bike, like a motorbike in front of you when you're in a car, it stuffs with my <laughs> my brain and my vision. I can't comprehend that I have to drive behind it like a car. It's really quite strange. But 
being behind trucks or bigger vehicles or vans and things. And I was like, oh my God, I can't see because I have that, that logical part of my brain that likes to know what's coming up, that likes to know how am I going to slot in here? How am I going to go over there? If I go into that lane and go over there, I'm going to get to that space. It's going to make me, you know, get to this position. Like I can't do that when there's things in front of me. So these were all the frustration I was feeling. And it was funny because even one of the kids said to me the other day, oh my God, I think you have anger issues. And I'm like, no, I don't. It's just that people can't drive. But anyway, after this, this person um, pulled out in front of me, which... <laughs> Oh my goodness, like we're just driving along on a speed limit and they're on a side street and they just decide to pull out and then realize, oh no, there's a car and I had to swerve and slam on the brakes. Otherwise they would have been fully T-boned. Like they're lucky I, I have that awareness of watching cars around me at all time. And as I'm swearing and beeping and carrying on as I go past, they're just looking at you like, what? <laughs> and it's like... Oh my God, like I could have just killed you then because you decided not to stop and look for cars. And whilst I was driving, I was sort of thinking about it and thinking, well, you know, because, because I know everything around us is here to help us, to show us, to guide us, to lead us. Even though I had surfacely decided that no one else can drive and <laughs> this was my biggest problem. This, this is how I actually thought I could solve this problem, right? If everyone was frustrating me on the, on the road, well, then I just needed to make enough money where I could hire a driver. That would fix my problem <laughs> of finding all these drivers on the road so annoyingly bad. That was my solution. But after having that moment the other day of this guy was just, just like nothing, like crickets. Like he hadn't even realized or even thought about that it was any problem whatsoever. And after that moment, I was stuck behind another truck and I was getting so frustrated where I thought I could literally feel like I could monster truck over all these cars because this is driving me insane and then it was a traffic and slow and, and it just built up and built up and built up until I got it because luckily thank goodness I don't have these huge moments um, anymore where something so bad happens that I need that wake up call so I can see what the universe is trying to say to say to see what the universe is trying to say to me instead it's all these little incidents or things that I notice around me if I can tune into them I can see what the message is and and after sitting in that traffic and being stuck through you know a couple of sets of lights I was like mm, I see it now it's for me, because I have been that person who likes to have that logic, that logic piece, that um, understanding how all the pieces fall together, understanding the process and the path. And even though I speak of, you know, that's that's not the way that I currently operate, there was still a level of myself that I was holding on to in knowing the path. So the whole thing with um, 
the traffic and people not driving properly in my own words and not being able to see when I'm behind a you know a bigger car or a bigger van or truck it's me not being able to see the path ahead it's me not having control of knowing where I'm going and how I'm going to get there and me seeing those people who I am considering are being arrogant or rude by going up other lanes and cutting in not using indicators that's just um, an expression of them knowing what they want and not this is how I'm looking at it as being um, not worrying about what other people feel or think they are just going for what they want and it was such a big realization for me I'm like So there's a few different levels of it there that I can tap into now. So first of all, it's instead of me sort of looking at those people as, oh, they're just rude, arrogant assholes. They're actually not. They're just doing what they want. They're just being who they are. They're just doing whatever they need to do. And that is one of the lessons that I need to learn is is even though I am doing it, there's clearly another layer of it where I can really sort of step into just doing whatever it is that I want and stepping into whatever it is that I want to be or want to have or whatever it is without worrying about the consequences of how that affects anyone else around me. Because at the end of the day, it's not really going to affect anyone else. If I want something, and I want to be something, I want to do something, I want to have something, it's not going to matter about the people around me. So I need to stop worrying about the effects around me and just focus on the things that I actually want. So that was one big takeaway. The other big takeaway, which is more of what I really want to talk about, is is that part of letting go is being comfortable behind the truck. Being comfortable sitting behind a vehicle where you cannot see the road, knowing that even though you're following this truck and and you know the way that you're going, that you cannot see in front of that truck to know where your next move is. You don't know which path you're going to take. You don't know which lane you're going in. You don't know if you're going this way or that way, if you're going to stop up ahead, if you're going to slow down, if you're going to speed up, if you're going to overtake, you don't know. And that's that's the part I really need to um, sink into is, is that letting go part. It's that releasing the expectation or the way in which you want the outcome to look like. So just say, you know, we can use money. It's a pretty easy example. If you said, I want $10,000 and it's like, okay, so I have this business and I'm going to make $10,000. How can I do that? So say you had a product and I don't know, however much it costs, how many of those do I need to sell to make $10,000? Or do I want $10,000 profit? Do I want $10,000 net? And you would work it out and you could say, okay, I need to sell this many. How am I going to sell this many? And it's pretty easy to work out how to make a certain amount of money when you have something tangible like that and you can really sort of work towards that goal. Then you can give it a time frame. Then you can create some marketing, some sales, whatever it is um, that you want to do to get to that $10,000 if you were selling a product, right? 
But what if you just made the statement of I want $10,000 and then you let um, the reasoning, the expectation, um, the way it was going to come about just go and you just allow that $10,000 to come to you in whatever way the universe thought was best for you in the moment. So even if you were still someone who was selling product and you knew how many you need to sell to make that amount of money, what if you let all that go and just allow that $10,000 to come to you? Like what if that $10,000 came to you in, I don't know, unexpected money? And I know... <laughs> You know, that, that's probably not something that happens as commonly as you think, but it does happen. What if it's um, you sold something for $10,000? What if it's um, an accumulation of a few different things that equal the $10,000? So what I'm trying to say is it's, it's just knowing whatever the initial thing is that you want. If it's something physical, if it's something um, personal, like... Um, you know, a way that you want to feel or a way that you want to be or, you know, something that you just want to achieve in your life. If you are trying to manifest that, you need to then release the outcome of how it's going to happen. And for me, because I have that logical and that, oh, you know, I kind of need to know how it's going to work steps, this whole car and driving business has been a reminder where I am not letting go, even though I do let go, even though I do allow everything to come to me exactly as it needs to. I've noticed that I was still trying to hold on to it and trying to put some level of control over it while sort of being free and easy because that's what I base my whole self on now, which is feeling really good is where I am allowing myself to sort of flip and flop all over the place, going, you know, wherever my guidance, intuition, feeling, excitement, wherever I feel like I'm tuning into in the moment, that's what I'm doing. So I thought that I was being in this super great allowance state, but I know that there was still that element of um, holding on all that needing to know the outcome or the steps to that outcome. I was still holding on to um, the back end, the bits and pieces, the how's it going to work. And for me, trying to let go um, fully, it's like, well, how do I do that? I thought I was already doing it. And even though I have sort of done that in so many ways, there's still another level of letting go that I really need to embody. And if you picture it um, as like jumping into uh, an open field or an open sea or something that's wide open and just letting go and falling into it without having any support, without having anything around you, without knowing that there's someone at the bottom to catch you or there's going to be a surface that's going to allow you know, you fall to not, um, you know, crush you or make you um, permanently disappear. It's, it's just trusting that when you jump, when you jump, when you let go, when you know that it's all going to work out without knowing how, that is the pure letting go and that is the part that I am really stepping into now. Thank you, driving. Thank you. 
um, all those drivers around me is now allowing myself to fully let go without knowing the outcome, without knowing the steps. And that can be super difficult when you are also trying to create so many things around that and they do require some sort of um, logic or steps or ideas or processes. So it's really um, an an interesting space to be in when you are trying to fully let go but fully step into the steps required of letting go. So there's a beautiful little balance that I'm really sort of tapping into and really sort of allowing to come up. But I think it'll be different for everyone. And I think there's different levels of letting go and there's different levels of how your next steps are going to come to you and how your intuition arises and I don't think there's a way that I can give you the actual steps or the way that you need to be or the way that um, you need to be able to fully let things go and fully be in that allowance state other than just trusting whatever it is that's that's working for you. Are you fully releasing the outcome of whatever it is that you desire, of whatever it is that you want to feel or have or be or do, are you fully allowing it to appear in whatever way you want it to? So let's look at something super tangible, right? Just say you had a bill and it was you on Friday, right? You need $500 by Friday and you were trying to manifest $500 because you didn't have the $500 and you wanted it by Friday and you said to the universe hey universe I need $500 please universe said yep okay and then you're like I don't see $500 and you wait and you wait nothing's happening there's no intuition and then you start thinking oh okay so I've got to do something, right? Uh, maybe I could sell something. Maybe I could work or do this job for someone for money. Or maybe I could borrow it from this person or get it from over here. And you start thinking of the ways that you can get it. How do you know which of those thoughts and which of those ideas are intuition? And how do you know which one of those is you trying to create something that you've asked the universe for. And I don't have the answer of how you can distinguish between the two. But what I do suggest is two different things. One of them first is to remove any um, doubt or any old beliefs that you don't need or any shadows that are blocking you from allowing that $500 by Friday to come to you. So the way I would do that is really sort of look at what would happen if you didn't. What if you didn't have $500 on Friday? What would happen? What's the worst case scenario? What what is um, the outcome of you not having that $500? How's that going to make you feel? How is that going to affect the life around you? And go into that and feel that and see what the, see what the real feeling is with that. See what the, 
the feeling of not having that would do to you and see what that actual emotion, that shadow, that belief is that you need to let go. Because once you go all the way to your fear of how bad that would be if you don't have that $500 by Friday and then you can really sort of look at, well, that would make me feel like this, that would make me feel like a loser, that would make me whatever it is and then turn it around into the knowing that you will have the $500 on Friday and that those feelings that you were having is based on something that's not even true. It's based on, it could be from past experience, whatever it is, that thought or that idea of you feeling as bad as you were trying to make yourself feel in that moment is something that's not even real and something that you're just creating with your mind. So if you can just disprove that, flip it around and turn it into, of course, (laughs) of course I'll have money. Like, why wouldn't I? I'm just literally creating this idea and this thought that I won't have it based on this stupid thought in my mind which isn't even true and once you're able to eliminate that worst case scenario and turn it into um, knowing that you will have it well then you've eliminated one of the biggest hurdles to you actually being able to manifest whatever it is that you want and then the second thing that I would do is to see when those thoughts come into your mind after you've of course cleared your shadow cleared your belief Check in on those thoughts and see if they bring you joy. Are they an idea that makes you feel excited or happy? Is it something that feels fun, feels like it's going to tap into your creativity? Does it, does it feel joyous and something that you'd love to do? I think the the keywords that I use to find to see if it is um, my own intuition is is creativity, joy, and love, because I think they're the three top things for me that I really want to experience. It's it's the love of the things you do, or the people around you, or things you have, whatever it is. It's that joy of doing or being and having of whatever it is that you want. And it's tapping into that creativity because when we tap into the creativity, that that source essence of who we are, that is what brings us that joy and those loving feelings. So if that intuitive thought is tapping in any of those type fields, then I would think that is your intuition. If it feels forced or like, oh no, that just sounds like... um, you know, Anna trying to do her friggin' logical steps and trying to create things without letting the universe do it, then I would sort of give it a little rethink. However, just remember, and and this is the greatest thing that I've really sort of, really sort of embraced lately as well, is that we just, we can't fuck it up anyway. So even if you are following those, those logical steps towards you manifesting things, who cares? You know what I mean? I honestly believe that when we do get um, these thoughts of inspiration or these ideas or these steps that we can follow, that they are still coming from us. They are still a path that we can travel. 
And it doesn't matter which way we're going to travel on our path or how we're going to get there. We're still going to get there. Like if you were trying to manifest that $500 by Friday and you were following your logic, you know, maybe you'd still get that $500. But maybe if you let that go and followed your intuition or allowed the universe to bring it to you, you would still get that $500 on Friday. So it doesn't really matter um, which, which thought you follow. But I believe that if we continue to follow our intuitive thoughts or the ones that um, are embedded with our creativity, our joy and our love, that they're going to be more fun. And that's the whole essence of, of why we're here and, and what we're here to experience in this life as this 3D human is that joy, is that love. And it's going to be so much more fun if we're doing things because we want to, because they're fun, because we're getting... Um, an experience and, and we're tapping into the, the true essence of who we are versus trying to do something because of something or because of someone or because we have to like that doesn't feel good but if we're doing it because it's fun and it's and it's joyous and it's bringing us you know that that exciting that excitement feeling that we have that you know that energy of yeah I love doing this then it's going to make it all worthwhile and I think that's that's one of the main reasons why we follow on this path and why I am still on this path is because it's well <laughs> what do we want to do we want to have fun we want to enjoy what we're doing we really want to just experience whatever we can but in a fun way and a joyous way and I'm pretty sure I've said those those words a few times now in the last few minutes but if you could really sort of look into where you're not letting go or other things that you need to let go and see how it works for you. How does it feel for you? What what ideas or hits are you following based on your own logic maybe or your own um, ability to let go or not? And are they bringing you that joy and that love that we all really want? Okay, guys, I will see you. No, you won't. You won't see me. I, you will hear me in the next podcast. That's another podcast down. Thanks for listening to Disruptors, the dark side of light. We will catch you in the next episode coming to you really soon.